Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. It's supposed to be like this. It's supposed to be like this, man. So anyway, yes, welcome to High and Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersusGrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this evening, we have GB from Ireland. Dear Wish, I'm just call it a tattoo. Yes. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Marge from Canada. Yeah, hello, eh? Yes, nice, Marge. <laughs> nice. Monkey from the USA. How's it going, guys? And TG from the Flatlands in Canada. 3D6 territory. 3D6 territory. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome. 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 And welcome everybody out there who has joined us on this fine Sunday, whether it's the afternoon or morning. Well, Bubble Hawk's here. So that's Monday morning for Bubble Hawk. Unlucky, bro. Early Monday yeah. morning for Bubble. Hope you have a good week. <laughs> I mind that, mind that pussy now. What was that? Them, mind that pussy. Some of them. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Be careful. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, so, long story on that one, yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody had a good week. GB's got yeah. a bit of a head cold there, he uh, says. Yeah, and it's not the Omicron. Thanks be to Christ. <laughs> well, not really. I would have liked him to catch it now to give me another few days off work. Yeah, apparently, it's really <laughs> mild as well. You know, if you want to get immunity, this is the one to get it from. Well, do you know what? That's what I was thinking. Oh, we're not Am supposed I... to be talking about that shit. Oh, we're not. No, let's <laughs> go. <to the> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Show's <laughs> over. We're done. See ya. Yep. Damn, we have to start again. Yes, yes. <laughs> so here is the cannabis news and events this week. Let's let's do it. Make sure you're rolled up and ready to go. Let's go. Yes, yes. So cannabis news and events this week. We have they. Well, we got six stories to cover. I think it's six stories we're covering this week. Also, with some news coming out of Ireland about our good friend Martin who has cool. got a court case coming up soon, but we'll discuss that when we get to the forum section of the news. But that's some important shit, so everybody hang on for that bit. Uh, well, so who, who wants to go first? GB, you want to take your first yeah. one? Yeah, I'll move right on. Um, well, we had um, some news a couple of months ago um, about the introduction of the uh, cannabis possession um, scheme. Mm-hmm. There was a, a new one. So there, there has been a bit of a... A thing came out from that. So it's the number of people who have been charged and issued with summons in relations to the possession of drugs has fallen sharply in 2021. Since the introduction of this scheme for um, allowing uh, cannabis possession to be dealt with by way of caution instead of getting a a charge and a a court appearance and all things like this. So basically, the guard will give you a reprimand on the side of the road Take a bit of weed off you and send you on your way, no, which is it's good. Yeah. We come back. To, we we will come back to that bit. But yeah. so um, the fall has almost been half of the number of people being brought to court, which again is kind of good. But um, it has come with serious warnings from the psychiatric professions. Ooh. Oh my God! What are they saying, GP? Oh, they are saying that um. Well, we'll come back to the psychiatrics because it's actually <laughs> yeah. you know? coming back um, to a lot. Yeah, yeah. Now we'll come back to them. No, well, like, you see, we'll come back to the caution thing. That's nothing to do with the actual story, but mm. it's about the caution, the scheme as right. such. You know. Um, so yeah, there was five thousand nine hundred and seventy-five people were issued with summonses to go in front of the court, um, compared to eleven thousand one hundred twenty-seven in mm-hmm. 2020 and 9,923 the year before that. Obviously, they don't have any of the the figures for last year yet, but um, you, can, you can see why in 2020 there was an increase because that's when, when everything started going down. So a lot of people got caught trying to go back and forward, you know, mm-hmm. because everything, everything was locked down. Everybody yeah, getting stopped, like what are you doing at your house? Exactly. <laughs> Why are you going here? You have no reason. Well, I get so, that wonderful smell in there. Cough mm. it over. Yeah. What but, is um, the criteria for, for caution versus, a, you know, a summons? 
uh, a caution basically is, as I said, it's a slap on the wrist on the side right. of the road. But, but, you know, why, um, but it, my question being is, when are you going to get a caution and when are you going to get a summons? What is the differentiation here? Is it just... It the, is up to the guards' discretion. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. Yes. So this could. This is where I am walking down the road with a couple of grams. He sees me and goes, hey, hey, GB, I smell something on you. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Give that to me. There, slap on the wrist off you go. But we're walking further down the road and he sees Mr. Monkey. And him and Mr. Monkey have a bit of bad blood, say. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, that's a different kettle of fish. Mr. Monkey only has two spliffs worth. But that poor fucker is going to go down for it just because the guard has a grievance against him. I don't like that. Or he doesn't it, it needs to be... It needs to be cut blanket. and dry in a writing yeah. the way it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be blanket, boom, straight across. It's quite similar to the scheme that's being brought in over in um, in London for the, is it 18 to 24-year-olds or some shit like that, where it's going to be, they're not going to get charged with possession. Yeah, we're gonna, we got that covering uh, in the new story. About oh, is that in the, it's the next yeah. one? Okay, sorry. Yeah. We don't um, need to talk about it yet, though. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's um, a scheme that was brought in with, the guards and the, the DPP, and it was to try reduce the cannabis harm. But as I said, there was those fucking nasty psychiatric people that we will say. They're <laughs> raising their heads because they're saying that it has a devastating effects on young people. And they estimate that 45,000 people between 15 and 34 years of age already meet the criteria for cannabis dependence. Yeah, whatever. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. But, yeah. You know, I don't trust their statistics. Either do I. And they're just <laughs> they're, they're they're saying they're motivated by the concerns for the psychiatric services that they're going to be overrun by the surge of people needing mental health services oh, related to cannabis use. Maybe a surge less. You know, there's going to be a mm. fuckload less people coming for it, fucking because it's good for antidepressants and shit like mm. that. You know, what it is for a lot of people. Maybe they'll just get a reduction in people coming for the mental health. health. Well, you see, an awful lot of the thing over here, Mackie, and I say it's quite similar over in the UK as in other jurisdictions, you get away with it easier if you turn around and say, oh, I'm addicted to it, and you go to counselling, and mm -hmm. then you can say mm -hmm. that, oh, this and that, and you can make up so many things because you get a much more lenient sentence. Mm -hmm. You know, if you say, and... It's just it's it's an unfortunate, for, unfortunate fucking consequence of it that it does provide this misleading information then as well that say that there is more people say that have disability or not disability uh, like mental health issues mm -hmm. because of can't but that's just because it's an easier thing to say oh yeah well that may it it makes me do this or it makes me do that. You know, it's a scapegoat to get them, get, them, get you off the hook. I don't think I've, I've seen any studies really that even suggest it. And any study that I've seen that has looked into this suggests the opposite. Well, that's it's, the it's same. one of them old propaganda yeah. shit that they've been spinning for the last 50 years that people just believe blindly without asking questions about it. And that's the, the whole crux of it. Like it is, it's the propaganda that they're still trying to push because they even state in this um, thing that it's, it's gone in the direction of similar states in the EU, like the likes of um, Germany and Luxembourg and Switzerland, who have already um, moved to forms of legalisation. Uh, the fact that Malta became the first EU state to legalise. And then we're still throwing up this fucking bullshit. Mm. You know? It's just, it, it's so contradictory. Oh, it's like nobody has any kind of idea what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> no, no. It, this, this is, sounds so crazy. I mean, they're, they're talking basically here one in three kids who, uh, or the, one in three youths who use the drug on a weekly basis will become addicted. What the heck? I know. It sounds like uh, there's no no study done here. They just made up a number. Mm -hmm. oh, they, they, pull, they pull shit out of the air all this one. Oh, man. Like it is, don't get me wrong, it is good news for. There are five odd thousand people who are after getting away with a slap on the wrist, you know, yeah. and they don't have their futures destroyed. But again, I would like to see the statistics on, well, where have the people got the slap on the wrist and where have the people come from who didn't get the slap on the wrist? 
because I would look at it and say, well, there's all there's a lot of socioeconomic reasons as well that can go that the likes of this thing can go against. Because if you do have somebody from a good family or a this or that, the guards would look at it and go, oh, well, maybe no, we, we won't. He, he made a mistake. But then if you look at somebody from somewhere else, I know, look at where he's from. You know, I know, fuck that. You know, that and that's 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 the thing that it's like that over here. In yeah, some, Margin TG in being quite in the background there thinking, man, them guys are so like 2013. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> well, because they put out all these stats too, and all they really need to do is look to other countries that are legalized and find out mm-hmm. that none of those things actually happen. Yeah, yep. Now, now that's the thing, Mary. Even the evidence is there to show that none of this has happened. There's evidence already to show that um, use in teens has dropped drastically. Yeah, it's yep. gone down, not up. Yeah, exactly. And why? Because we've all said it messing because. Kids obviously you don't want to be going. Oh, I gotta that's go grand- and smoke brand. That's grandpa's, you know? exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not cool. Well, Canada's pretty fucking quick to put pretty stupid warnings on our products here too, with no basis in any study. So, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just reading one here. Adolescents and young adults are at greater risk of harms from cannabis. I mean, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Can you cite right. your sources, please? You know? Adults or young adults are more at risk to the harms of social media than they are to cannabis. Very true, Marge. Very true. Right, agreed. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the other thing is kids shouldn't be smoking weed, you know, no. unless it's prescribed to them by a doctor. It's yeah. the same as alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we laugh about things and stuff like that, but we look at it from adults' perspectives of legalization things. We don't be looking at it as going, oh, yeah, well, once it's legal, I'm sure it's okay. If they're 13 and over, they can smoke weird. That's well, fucking this stupid. Sort of, uh, Nobody would say that. This kind of ties into my news story here, straight out of London. You know, and I'm sure this has been seen by many of you guys out there. But Sadiq Khan, who is the mayor of London, uh, plans a pilot to decriminalise minor cannabis offences in London. So anybody under the age of 25 who's caught with a small amount of cannabis, pretty much, is going to be just let off. But with, with the police officer's discretion, like you said in yours there, GB, same kind of shit, you know. Yeah. It'll be the officer's discretion. It's like, what does it even mean? It's like people over the age of 25, it's like, what are you still smoking weed at your age, bro? It's like, what the fuck <laughs> is that about? Damn, so if you're, uh, if you're 25 or less, you get away with it. And if not, you get you get sent up. Well, it depends on the amount you've got. But if you've got a right, personal right, amount right. on you, and you're under 25, it says uh, Downing Street, that's the place where all the politicians shut their shit around our country. Uh, Downing Street has expressed concerns over moves to end the prosecution of young people caught with cannabis in some London boroughs under a pilot scheme being developed by Sadiq Khan. And apparently this has already been tried out in some of the places around London, and it seems to do very well. And it's like, yeah, you you want to take your small study that's been done in your little part of London and go and have a look at fucking Canada and see what they've done over there. That's a real big study. Why, why, Why do they do these things, man? These studies have already been fucking done. Well, like we said, those studies don't count because, you know, they're Britain, foreign it, studies. Yeah, the UK is very, very much more different. That's according mm-hmm. to what they say, at least. <laughs> but then they'll use the set, they'll use studies in favor of their arguments. <laughs> exactly. Right. From, from, and they, they, they take a study if it was done on the moon, if it spoke in favor of yeah. what they were in, yeah. you know. If it fits, if it fits yeah. their narrative, they're happy. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Maybe this it, is the first step to decriminalization in the UK. I mean, I think he's on the right track, at least. I mean, again, you don't want kids having to have, like, jail time because of some cannabis possession Mm -hmm, or something mm -hmm. like that. But was that the article, too, where they were saying that they were going to return the kids home to their parents? Well, I don't know about that, but that's something that they usually do anyway. If you get in trouble with the police, then... uh... What if you're not living at home, though? Ooh, good point. (laughs) Right? Like, all my kids are in their early 20s, and none of them live at home. So if they got stopped for possession, they brought them to my house, they'd be like... Go home. <laughs> exactly. Are you gonna bring them to their own fucking house now? Right. Exactly. Go back. Bring them to their house. <laughs> Don't be bringing this trouble to my door. Exactly. Right. This news article here, though, points out a problem that we have in our government right now, where the 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 leader of the Labour Party, Keir Starmer, is his name. He's like dead set against cannabis uh, altogether. Like, no, we're not looking at decriminalizing or le- legalizing any drugs whatsoever. And it's the same with the Tory party, but this guy is like stepped away from the party lines here. 
to try and change things. And maybe it'll go through, maybe it'll spread through the rest of the party. But I think the Labour Party are least likely to legalise cannabis at this point. It's just it, it, nobody wants to vote for them anymore because they're shit and they always have been shit, really. The, both political parties are shit in our country. But at least one of them has got some kind of plan to decriminalise cannabis, at least, you know, to reduce some of the control on it. I with the same here. Hopefully, hopefully with the next election, it could change. I'm hopeful, hopefully it'll change before that. Yeah, I just don't see it happening in the UK because people would have to, I used to think people would have to vote Labour in order for cannabis to be legalised. And because Keir Starmer is uh, like the leader of the Labour Party and he's so dead set against it. So like now people ain't going to vote for Labour. We're going to be stuck with Tories for even longer because cannabis is a major fucking, it's a major piece of the pie when people are voting nowadays. They underestimate how important it is. It's when the Monster Looney Raven or the Monster Raven Looney Party. They're the only way that you'll get weed into legalise over there, probably. Yeah, you just can't take that guy seriously, can you? Nah. You know. Well, how could you with a fucking name like that? Have they even ever had they ever won a seat? Oh, I don't think so. But mm-hmm. at least uh it shows that people can run. We need somebody to start up a new political party in the UK and do things right, but then it takes time for you to get the publicity you need to be known well enough to go against these two huge companies, the Tories and the Labour Party, because that's what they are. They're corporations, man. Just trying to make money for their shareholders. That's pretty much what it is. We have a new Green Party hmm. set up over here and they have no cannabis um, policy whatsoever, as yeah. far as I know. That's you know. They're meant to be, yeah, and they're meant to be, it's like the... The green tide or the t- green tidal wave or something like that is what the I don't even know the name of it. Yeah, man. But it's a, it's the same. Like there's so many of these parties just have no no no, no fucking idea. Yeah. Should we we know that ourselves from over in Ireland? We have people before profit. Gino Kenny, he's mm-hmm. bringing a bill. We spoke to Gino. Gino had no idea, no idea about. Home grow. He had very little idea of the provision for home grow and the thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. He knew sweet. So, like, if you have somebody who's supposed to be writing the bill and doing the thing for it, but doesn't understand the needs of what a si- simple home grower needs. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of the needs that a home grower needs of, from their cannabis here, TG's got a story about 41% odorless cannabis. It's like, who the fuck wants that? Bro, what's going yeah. on, TG? What the fuck, like, man? Oh, or you were heading in the right direction over there, you know? <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's just a lot of people who seem to be excited about it, but I'm not really one of them. I'm more like, you know, one of my eyebrows is raised, and I'm like, hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the headline goes, Canab Co., uh, which is, I guess, a Canadian pharmaceutical corp that deals with cannabis breeding. So I've uh, just learned. <laughs> Um, they reveal a 41% odorless cannabis trademark dry flower strain. So, um, yeah, they have this technology called pure can, which is trademarked. There's TMs all over this fucking article. <laughs> um, it makes the product virtually odorless when smoked or stored for allowed, allowing for a reduced impact on other sensitive, the pungent odor of cannabis. So, uh, yeah, they had a total cannabinoid Quantifiable cannabinoid content here of 41% with 35% of that being THC, which is very high. Um, it says here that currently the highest THC in the Ontario cannabis store is 32, which, you know, the market's driven Whoa. by high THC, the higher, the better for some right. reason. Mm-hmm. So um, this is, you know, oriented towards that. They also say they have under 0.3% THC for smokable hemp as well as uh, lots in the mid ranges of 20 to 32% with the highest being 35. But um, yeah, they're, they're aiming for the discrete market, which is, I don't know. I mean, all we know about cannabis, everybody talks about the entourage effects with the terpenes and all the things that actually make it smell. So if those are lacking, I assume pure can is probably just some proprietary strain that they've dread developed that, that has no terpenes somehow. I don't know. I don't know how they would do this, to be honest. Um, there isn't really like much smoking like distillate though, or something. If there's no terpenes, <laughs> yeah, 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 basically, yeah. The effects. So, but, uh, sounds awful. I, I think. Can... 
No, go, sorry, ahead, go ahead, Teach. I, I was going to say, I, I can kind of see why somebody would want to make a weed that has no smell or things, because if you're rocking down the motorway and you're having a smoke, and if you come up the thing, it's not going to smell yeah. of it. No, if thing, you're having... Well, there's other things, too. I mean, I remember reading an article about uh, chefs that, that uh, were interested yeah. in okay. you know, low-taste uh, cannabis to use in cooking and this mm. sounds like that might actually cross that box off that's a really to do that anyway though without having to go for flavorless odorless stuff yeah, that's yeah. i think there's other ways around this shit well you know who's why why do this man Sacrilege. like his point is valid but from a black market perspective this is a this is a legal canadian company so why would they be inventing something <laughs> for people to be able to like discreetly break because you're not allowed to smoke and drive here anywhere you can't like that that isn't something that people need so that wouldn't be something they've developed it they're developed it for for like you i don't know you read the news stories and just even around you know people complain all the time about the smell and it's not really all people in fact people complain all the time about fucking everything exactly yeah (laughs) and it's always the loudest people that seem to like apparently represent a lot of people but it's not Mm -hmm. so I think that this demographic that they're after might be a lot smaller than is thought of. And A, like, and B, like I said, the entourage effect thing. I, one of the, the best ways to, to discern if is this is good cannabis or not is by smelling it. How the fuck oh, are we supposed yeah. to do that if you don't smell it anymore? Uh, right? Take their word for know. it, man. That's all you're supposed to do. It's weird. I'd like, like, I want to see it, sure, but I, I would never pay for this. I'm sure it's going to be super expensive. And yeah, it you know. sounds expensive, TM. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> oh, <Odorless Yeah>. cannabis, <laughs> TM. It's wow. It's like, and I feel like too, if people want something more discreet, there's already options on the market. Like, you can use a dry herb vaporizer. You could use like sure. vape pens and stuff, flavored ones that don't even taste like weed. Like, there's already options. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, those things are everywhere. I mean, that if you want discreet, that's what everybody uses the vape stick for anyway. Right. You know, yeah. and, you know I mean, smell and flavor, the same thing pretty much. And it all works with the olfactory senses in the nose. For sure. And, and we know that those compounds actually do have medicinal benefit, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and all the terpenes. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one, but. It is weird, too, because I feel like it further perpetuates the idea that high THC is more desirable. Right. Good point. Yeah. You know what though? Even when you burn like grass, any anything burnt gives off a smell. How, right. how and that's smoke. what I mean. I mean, surely it's, it's gonna taste so fucking bad. Something it's gonna smell like something. Well, you know? Do you know it, it, it might just taste like, weed. you know those herbal cigarettes, you know, like the ones that the the tobacco fucking tobacco replacement replacement cigarettes yeah, and things. Those things they, they all have a flavor though, diamond oh, kind of things, marshmallow. Yeah, they all have an odor and a flavor though. Surely, I like they had the extra flavor to it then, and then maybe just adding them chemicals is, is a carcinogen in the, in the first place. Yeah, I want to know how they did it to be honest. If it was just a, yeah. a breeding it in simply, or was it did they fucking genetically alter it or some crazy mm-hmm. movie shit? I don't know, it's weird though. Then again, you look at it, they do some fucking crazy things, yeah, in the labs, don't they? Like, I know Breeder Steve has talked a lot about, um cannabis that's infertile it doesn't have pistols um mm-hmm. or stigma so you can't actually fertilize it so it will always be synthemia which is great right hmm. um that is a useful trait but that's a naturally occurring it's not common but if you find it and you breed it into a population then you can you can isolate that but that mm-hmm. like i said that that just happens naturally mm-hmm. but this i've never heard of odor yeah you know like i've heard of i've grown pretty devoid of odor cannabis but it still smelled you know like a little bit like cannabis so i don't know it's weird we'll see let us know in the chat would you try the odorless cannabis is that something you'd enjoy well i I think i'd try it but i don't think i would enjoy it i mean (laughs) yeah taking all the best parts out of it yeah i don't even think i'll try it it, man you'd you'd have to hit it just just to say you did no, yeah, I suppose. If somebody, I wouldn't buy it, like go to the dispensary. Oh, no. Give, give me some of that flavorless shit. I have to try that. You know? No, but if it's got that high, high THC content, I bet you Marge would sell a ton of it. Mm-hmm. You could probably yeah. blend it, maybe, you know, with, mm-hmm. but yeah. Not everybody likes the flavor say, of weed, you know? Did it say in the article when, like, when that might be coming to market at all, if at all? 
I don't think it mentioned. No, we've taken the time during COVID nineteen pandemic to develop the products, but uh, <laughs> doesn't say when when it's coming out. Again, I think I would. I think I would buy it purely for the the reasons Novelty. that. Yeah. yeah, not even the novelty of for the reasons that I, I said, like it would make it so much easier to be walking down the street smoking a big fat reefer if you wanted to. Mm. You do, I do it anyway, it makes no difference if it's reading there or not. But, like, you know, I mean, if you are walking in and around, say if you're walking up the middle of a big shopping street or some shit, I can see, you know, maybe older people, if, if your grandma uses medical marijuana, she probably doesn't want her house mm-hmm. smelling like skunk when her grandkids yeah, are coming that's over. A good point, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and if. <laughs> well, certain grandmas. I don't know. You know, there is a bit of like a... skunk. Well, yeah. She always looks like skunk. <laughs> She's cool. But you know, um, it, as long as it has the same medicinal efficacy, but I question that because, like I say, the whole terpene flavonoid entourage effect. We we just found out about the volatile sulfur compounds. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot more to discover than just the what we get on a COA from the lab. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, I guess we'll see. I'm sure it'll sell. Interesting story. Somebody will find a use for it, won't they? Mm. So, so Monka, yeah, you have a. Nice. Uh, did we talk about Missouri last week? Or was it? Uh, I don't think we did talk shit. about Missouri. It was uh, different states. That was uh, Mississippi actually last Mississippi, week. Mississippi, right, right, right. Yeah, but totally different there. Spout we'll different. A, we'll do a little bit with Missouri. You know, we have a few members from in Missouri, and Missouri does have a medical program in cannabis. Uh, it was it was uh, enacted in 2018 by a 66 percent margin. So this story here starts off official signature campaign to legalize recreational marijuana in Missouri begins. This comes from KOMU.com. Uh, and it seems like now that in 2022, Missouri has decided that, well, if the legislature can't handle it on their own, that they're going to have a citizens backed initiative to get a a voter signed initiative on the ballot to legalize recreational marijuana in Missouri by 2022. Google. So it needs 170,000 signatures in six of Missouri's eight congressional districts, and it needs to be done by the deadline of May 8th, 2022. And it's a big undertaking because this has to go door to door. And you've got to get you've got to get people, you know, signing these petitions. They've got to get them turned in. You can actually do this online. They made it easy. So there is a form that can be downloaded and you can sign it and return it to them that way. But this is a complete citizens driven initiative here to where they're going to go out and basically say, look, the, the, the people of Missouri want to vote on this. So and it's not just just to get recreational marijuana into Missouri. It's also going to help uh, the medical program as well, because one of the problems they had in Missouri with medical problem, medical marijuana is uh, classifications of different edibles. Uh, Seems like the medical program in Missouri only recognizes a few edibles. And so this this is also going to expand the definition of infused marijuana products for the medical patients as well, which is a good thing because, you know, there's so many different good ways to uh, consume cannabis that can help you for medical things. And if they're only allowing just one or two like that, and we've made so much progress over the last years in there and dabs and everything else. So this has actually got some promise for the for the citizens of Missouri to get out there. If you are from Missouri, if you know people who have neighbors in Missouri, whatever, get them on board on this thing. Get this thing signed, because once you get enough signatures, the government has to put this on the ballot. So, you know, this is how it uh, it it reached the legal status in Colorado, California, these other states. You know, the voters said, yes, let's do this. So it's a very interesting thing going on right now. Yeah, man, people need to try and find the uh, the form to fill in. You can print it off and send it off as well, can you? Yeah, and I see it um, on in, in this particular article. I, I think if you basically would Google official signature campaign to legalize recreational marijuana in Missouri, something that you would actually come to an article that would that would link it. I don't see an address uh, for the link. Uh, I can drop you can download this. the PDF. I think that is it right there. And you can sign it and send it off from the article. Right. What here. I'll do is I'll, I'll drop this in here in the YouTube chat. This is the PDF file. That, well, wait a minute. It's not letting me do that. It's when yeah, they try PDF, something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I downloaded it. But anyway, yeah, there is a PDF file that you can actually fill out, uh, bring it in there, everything. 
that's pretty cool how all the people are like, man, I'm sick of waiting around for these politician motherfuckers. Let's get this shit done ourselves. Well, sometimes you got to do that. You know what I'm mm. saying? You just, it's crazy. It sounds like something we should consider here in the UK. Because our government ain't doing shit. And you guys in Ireland as well, you know, maybe just like, you know, fuck y'all, man. We'll do it ourselves. We just get everybody, give everybody who wants to send a, a letter in a piece of paper like that, say sign it and send it to this address. We'll even pay for your stamp. I think we already have something like that that's already gone hmm. and done. Um, didn't think there was a huge response. It's difficult and it's getting people involved in a fight where which they ain't mm. involved in. You know, people who are in medical users or everyday users and shit. It's difficult to get those people involved, man. You see, the thing as well, it's very difficult to get the groups together because some of the medical groups have absolutely just they, they just want to demonize recreational use and things as much as anybody else. Yeah, yeah. But then you see you have the recreational user who will shout and beat the drum and even more so beat the drum for the medical user. Uh, I think most medical users I've ever met are actually mostly in favor of allowing recreational use as well. Because we've said it before time and time again, so many recreational users are actually using it for medical purposes. Mm -hmm. You know, stress relief is a medical use. There is Mm. no recreational user, apparently. No, well, I would have have always said that there's no recreational user. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to say none, but let's just say uh, I would agree that Quite a few of our recreational users are, are probably medical users, really. Hmm. But it's, you know, I'm, I'm glad for the Missouri that uh, they're going to have a chance at least to try and get this thing on the ballot. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that they make their deadline of May 8th to get these 170,000 signatures in there. If they do, by all means, guys, you got a shot at this thing. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do get it now. There, make this happen. Pa- pass that PDF file around. Uh, <laughs> Walk the signatures around yourself if you can, whatever it takes, man. Make sure people know about it. That's the best thing you can do. Let people know. Share it on social media. Anybody you know from, where is it, Missouri, right? It's Missouri. Yeah. It's the green wave is passing everywhere, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the point in, in being last to the party? Well, some places probably won't enter the party. I mean, and they have that right. I mean, even though it's it's legal in, in every state when it's nationally legal and it's not there yet, but if, even though it would be legal, doesn't mean you have to have it. And it's the same way with alcohol. We have dry counties in the United States. There are places that you're not supposed to purchase alcohol and they don't want you even consuming it there while well, they really can't control the second part of it. I think cannabis is going to be similar. There'll be areas in the country that, that won't have it just because that's that's their choice. I'm okay mm. with that. You know, I think that's crazy. But I think everyone should have that opportunity to, to, to consider whether you want it or not. And so having this this uh, initiative here, a voter driven initiative here, at least gives everybody the opportunity to have their voice heard. Yeah, man. Fair play. I wonder who, whoever's in charge of this and we can find out and get them over an interview. That'd be sweet. That's kind of Jesse's situation. You know? It sounds yeah, quite but, similar to Jesse. Yeah. 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 So. If that yeah, guy's out there or anybody knows who he is, let us know. We'll uh, get him on for an interview that, or her on for an interview. Well, man, man's name is John Payne. He's the campaign manager for Legal Missouri 2022. Oh, I see right there. Well, I see. There you go. It's a huge undertaking. You don't have to be an inside political player to change the rules in the state. John Payne, campaign manager of Legal MO 2022. Sweet. Yep. <clears throat> uh, write that name down up here. Get him on here and, and uh, I just give him a call and, and give him a talk to. Yeah, man, we've yeah, got some cool it. interviews coming up, everybody, by the way. You'll find out about some of those when we get to the forum news bit. What are we saying, GB? Sorry. I, I was just going to say, it's just uh, going back to the thing about the medical um, community, the way some of them go against. Yeah. I would just say it brought me back to because I was thinking of it at the time, and it's just because so many people are talking about it in the, the chat. I said, maybe I should say it was um, about the time that Martin, Martin was. Um, on an interview with the national radio over here. And then uh, another, I, I was actually parked on the side of the road that day for over 25 minutes and um, waiting to be a, one of the interviewees as well on that show. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I just couldn't stay there any longer, but she was, uh, she was fighting for her children, mm-hmm. for her child to have medical. And she slated Martin. I called him the 
the worst things like you know um for, said that he was not for fucking medical access so that he's only uh, basically call him a de- degenerate you know call him loads of shit like but that's that's what we're up against over here because the medical community but is it, not a social. I mean, that was just one person though. No, I mean, look at the ladies we've had on the show. All the ladies we've had on the show so far, and we're having more on, have been open for both sides. It's just a rare few in. But they in weren't in Ireland, you know, Mikey. Well, yeah, I suppose they were the UK. You know, and the UK is different. But Vera you know, to me, she, she's she's Vera, a, Vera, Vera's a different kettle of fish. She, yeah. She's well, an I activist. Mean, you know? Alicia, I mean, we talked to Alicia. She didn't see anything wrong with cannabis. She said it was pretty mild. Yeah. It's just crazy people in every community, and sometimes they get a voice, and, you know, that fucks things up, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know the patients for safe access now. That's there. That's the one that Vera and um, Alicia and then and Kenny and all, they're all involved in that, and Pamela. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 would be all for straight across legalization, like. But I'm talking about the other ones, the ones that are specifically for like autism and for epilepsy. For, uh, uh, yeah, they, those, those specific groups. You know? I mean, yeah. coming from a, a medical perspective myself, and having dealt with this in Canada for quite a while, um, our medical community has always been for recreation in the sense, you know, for access because it, it benefits everybody. But I can. I, or I do understand her perspective, you know, having, I don't have a kid with, especially a kid with, uh, you know, a debilitating yeah, condition like, like, uh, like she has, but um, the fact that cannabis helps it, you know, there's obviously there's a lot of emotion involved there. And um, to, to be perfectly frank though, in Canada here from my medical perspective, we medical patients have been on all but forgotten in the recreational scheme of things. It's no easier now than it ever was after legalization and with all this increased access than it was before legalization for me, at least from from a strictly medical perspective, access wise. There's more products and stuff, sure, but like they're not really oriented, in my opinion, toward the medical specific, you know, treating conditions. There's like there's bombs and like skin lotions and stuff like this that they're coming out with instead of like more appropriate things for the people that actually need it like low-cost isolate and and distillate and and the oils that these kids use you know that's not at the forefront so i i do understand people like that's plight but you know they they, all said all things said there is it is better than it was in in a lot of ways but um it definitely could be better so it, it would be a scary thing you know so, like I said, it's when there's when there's children involved and stuff, and you don't have any other option, and you found this thing that works, and you just yeah. So I don't know. I, I sympathize. That is what I'm, I guess, trying to say. But uh, yeah, beware when when with recreational. If there's medical involved, money money clouds everything, and medical doesn't exactly bring in the the Benjamins, you know. So. Oh, no, yeah. true. Yeah, Mr. Bud said there. I don't think there's a rec versus medical. Just a few hopped up entitled prudes who believe they're above everyone else. Yeah. So it, it's difficult, man, to be on either side, you know. But everybody's everybody's in the fight. So we should all be in this fight together. We shouldn't be segregating each other. Yeah. That's the rec- it should be. The recreational versus medical debate is a is a very convoluted and, and hazy line. I in my opinion, as a medical user and also as a recreational user. It's intent, you know, I get benefit every single time I use cannabis through, you know, from my stomach problems and stuff. But sometimes I'm just going to go play Mortal Kombat 3 and I want to smoke a bunch of weed and play Mortal Kombat 3. So I still feel better, but I'm I want to play Mortal Kombat. I'm not like doing it solely to to feel better like I do at 5 a.m. in the morning before I go to work every day kind of thing. Right. So there's a difference, but it's the same. Right. It's really stupid, but it's yeah. I don't know. That's that's what I think about it anyway. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. But the the thing what I think is important is just to make sure everybody gets their medicine first, make sure medical sorted first, and then we can maybe move on to the recreational after that. But getting the people that's, the medicine they need is the most important thing, especially the kids, man. The kids need their fucking medicine. So I see. It. Yeah, well, nobody disagrees with that, Mikey. Yeah, yeah I know, but man, that's yeah. what I'm saying about with the with medical, they should make it that it's a proper medical. You know, and not that just it's only for very select, severe fucking things. Because I know over over here we have like five, 
five things that if you meet these criteria, then you can. But only only if you meet the, the, the special criteria that comes up. It's not as easy as to go to a clinic and to, to even to pay pay somebody like. It's expensive as well, isn't it? It shouldn't mm. be so expensive for medical use. Medicine it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be as expensive. Uh, it's ridiculous. That, uh, that scenario is kind of what everybody goes through in medical first. You know, that they, they give it for epilepsy first kind of thing. And then, okay, we'll give it to you for epilepsy and one other thing. And then, but it takes years before they realize that, okay, well, guess what? These people who are using it aren't going insane. Maybe we can let everybody have it. Yeah, but you see what TG is saying there as well. It's like, uh, do do the medical users get forgotten about because there's more money in the recreational field? Uh, you know, once it's legalized, then people stop putting money into the medical research side of things. We want to get out there and make dabs and dabbing rigs and sticky icky and and that kind of shit. You know, for the recreational side rather than the medical. What do you think, Marge? Because in the dispensary, I'm sure you get both patients, right? You get medical users and recreational. We do, but we're just a recreational store, so right. we don't sell anything. Although there's a lot of people that come in looking for can like cannabis oils, CBD, and stuff like that that find it's actually a lot less expensive on the recreational market. See, like that, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, how is it, how is yeah. it more expensive on the medical part market than the recreational market? I I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because <laughs> a lot of the times the products are like very similar. There's not like, it might be branding or something that says well, something to me. Like that. I on my medical platform, the CBD isolate I bought is fifty dollars. If I go downtown here and go to the pot shack, it's forty dollars. Wow! You know, and I don't need a medical card to get that either from the second yeah, one. So in. and it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I see why the these mothers get pissed off. Then you know shit like that's gonna happen. It's like they they need to get the medicine for their kids and have to pay more than the guy who wants to go play Mortal Kombat. It's like that. That's where people get pissed off, man. Ultimately, you just need it covered by, you know, the same mm-hmm. health coverage as all yeah, the yeah. other drugs that are on on the pharmacopoeia, you know. For sure. Cannabis is the only one that I don't have just coverage for. I have to either, you, well, here you have to have your your work uh, subscribe to cannabis coverage specifically in their insurance plan. So there, there's a lot of hoops to jump through before you actually get that. So, but uh, yeah, it's bullshit. Bullshit so. indeed, man. So we do have more news stories. Uh, Marge, yes, we do. do you want to go for your one next? Yeah, sure. Uh, in pharmaceutical investor news, everybody's favorite pharmaceutical company, <laughs> Pfizer, <laughs> is set to acquire Arena Pharmaceuticals. So this is going to be a $6.7 billion deal. No, you know, no small. Damn. A big fucking ch- it's a chunk of change, isn't it? It is, no. it is a big chunk of change. So I guess it hasn't actually happened yet, but they have entered into a definitive agreement. So it sounds like it's, you know, it's almost a done deal. And there are, Pfizer is acquiring Arena Pharmaceuticals, which is a clinical stage company developing innovative potential therapies for the treatment of several immuno-inflammatory diseases. So they're going to be Pfizer's taking over all the outstanding shares in an all cash transaction. All cash, fuck. Yeah, for six point seven bill. And uh, what the fuck? I, what does even that amount of cash look like? I, that is a lot of fucking notes. I can't even imagine. But the board of directors, of course, for both companies, unanimously approve the transaction. I can. I, I don't know if this is where there's like bonuses or something that are, you know, paid out when stuff like this happens, but. So no doubt that they both approved it unanimously, mm-hmm. but uh, Arena's portfolio includes, they're working on quite a few different things in the areas of gastroenter, I can't even say this word, gastroenterology, dermatology, and cardiology. <clears throat> so they're working on a bunch of different things and they have it in different phases within, you know, phase three studies, it looks like. Right. Um, there's things, they're working on things like ulcerated, I don't know these medical terms, ulcerative colitis, uh, Crohn's disease, and some atopic dermatitis. And they have some other things going on too. So Pfizer is about to take these guys over and get even, I don't even know how big a company Pfizer is. I can't even possibly imagine. They're fucking huge. Pfizer's massive. Over the last few years, they've scooped in quite a bit of money. (laughs) Yes. Massive. I'm sure a lot of that... COVID vaccine money is maybe helping to pay for this. I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah, so damn. I mean, Pfizer is a huge company, man, and they're a huge medical, you know, medical company altogether. They make shitloads of medicines. I mean, six point seven billion. That's a fuckload. That is, isn't it? Like their net, a lot of weed. Their net income for twenty twenty was only nine point six billion. Who Pfizer? For Pfizer, yeah. Mm. I'd say it was a lot fucking more in twenty twenty one. Well, what do you think this is going to have an impact on the on the cannabis market, March? What do you think? Hmm. Uh, I have no idea. I'm being completely honest. Hmm. I don't know. I'd like, say I, the same thing. Be honest with you. I have no idea what these big is, players do in the market. Is Pfizer planning to make any moves in the cannabis market? For sure. Because Arena yeah. Pharmaceuticals doesn't look like they're doing anything in the cannabis space. Oh right. I thought that's what they did. No. <laughs> no. no i don't think so like i read through the article and they're like they're doing a lot of good work with like i mentioned like uh cardiology and dermatology and there's the other thing too that i mentioned i just lost it here immunoinflammatory diseases gastrointestinal issues dermatological diseases and stuff but i didn't see anything specific about cannabis all right it's just Pfizer's getting stronger i think billy said yeah. this in this article yeah so maybe he can explain why at some point in yourself, Billy. Yeah, unless I missed something, but I, I, I thought Arena was a a big player in the cannabis game. They were talking about Aurora. <sighs> Maybe it was Aurora. Maybe. I was yeah, thinking of Aurora is a Canadian company. Yeah, um, uh, soon to be multinational yeah. company. From what I'm hearing, though, you know, they're everywhere. Billy in the chat said that yeah. Arena do have cannabis connections. Mm. Oh, I thought they did. I wouldn't be surprised. Fucking nearly all of them do. Sure, look, it, look at jazz pharmaceuticals. Like, yeah, you know, it's a cash cow. Everybody wants. They're, they're massive, and they're fucking. They're an Irish-based fucking cannabis. It's it's, it's illegal. They're the ones that bought GW, weren't they? I don't keep up with that shit because it depresses me. All these mm-hmm. pharmaceutical companies are already powerful enough, and you know when they acquire another one like this, it just gets us closer to the, the monopoly mm-hmm. when one pharmaceutical company is controlled of all of the fucking medicine and that's what we yeah. don't want to get to but we're heading no there. not at all. no we don't want to be there at all i mean we don't want one cannabis company having control of all the cannabis i mean that's crazy mm-hmm. well, well we've already seen what they what the the heads of these big consortiums and that's that's what they basically are um or cartels more so but they say, like, the, the ankle buyers, they talk about all of the, the independent growers, the, the, the ones that actually care about growing the fucking crop, you know? But they're ankle buyers. Oh, no, fucking kick them out of it. It doesn't matter what they care. You know, <laughs> only, only, only do what we want, you know, because we're the big fish, you know? Rasha in the chat said, I uh, heard a lot of the bigger companies losing their bollocks. Sure, even the Mark Lamar's interview where they were burnt, where they burned tons of it. And he said, you know, they're burning a fuckload of it all the time as well. Mm-hmm. These pharmaceutical companies haven't got a clue what's going on, man. The PG uh, talks about it all the time. The fucking mm-hmm. the losses that did in Canada, like that he knows about that has been fucking put forward. And yet they're still getting paid big, big bucks. Yeah, I know that's pretty interesting because a lot oh. of the big companies are like not doing that great from what I mm. know. Not that I'm anything close to an investor, but somehow the guys at the top, the guys and gals at the top are still getting some pretty crazy bonuses and stuff. Dodgy, I was Money makes I know it's not cannabis away. related, but you're seeing fucking <clears throat> Steve Jobs, was it? He got a hundred million bonus or something this year. Steve Jobs, he's dead, been dead. He's dead. How did he get Sorry, dead, how, dead, how, dead. how do you get that bonus, man? <laughs> are, that? are they that crooked <laughs> now? They're just they're giving exactly. it to dead guys? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> fella's name. Don't have to pay no taxes man. when you're dead. <laughs> you're talking about Cook? <laughs> yes. He looks like him. Maybe. But yeah, no, he got a he got a hundred million fucking thing I was only reading this yeah. morning. No? Damn. People got too much money, man, and they're not sharing it. They're not sharing it enough. Mm-hmm. There's a big problem, man. It's a big problem. But let's not get into economics. No. <laughs> so we have um, we have another we story, the, right? Yeah, we got the. Let's talk a little bit about Delta Eight, if you want. You know. Yes. So there's an analysis that public interest in Delta Eight 
products is rising in states where cannabis remains criminalized. And this comes from normal.org. And this should not be a surprise to anyone. In states where it is illegal to have regular cannabis, it is not illegal to have Delta-8 products. And Delta-8 is a cannabinoid that is a modified CBD product. Basically, CBD is treated with an acid and it produces uh, 50% of, of the product will be produced as Delta-8 THC. And it's legal because under the, in the United States, at least, in the Hemp Act, any product that was produced, a product of hemp, which CBD is, is considered a legal product. So this kind of walks that, that uh, let's say, legal gray area. But because you can get this stuff at any, you know, corner grocery, filling station, uh, vape store, head shop, whatever, in, in any, any legal or illegal area of, of the country, it's become very popular in areas where you can't get cannabis. Uh, I, around here, as a matter of fact, I, I mean, this, this is one of the most common things to see teenagers with is Delta-8 products. So you can imagine some of the pitfalls with these Delta-8 products. It's synthetically produced product it's not regulated right there. Hello. You know, mm -hmm. so you can, you never really know what you're going to get. Uh, they say that it's very common for uh, some of the products to be, have been tested to possess heavy metals and almost always have less product, less Delta eight product than they uh, list on the label. So you're not even getting what you're buying on these things. Yeah. So, I mean, th does it, does it surprise anyone that in areas where, uh, recreational marijuana is legal that Delta 8 is not popular. No, no, you know what I mean? It's like, why would you go for the fake shit when you can have the real shit? Well, you're not going to get the, 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 the uh, what is it, the terpenes and the flavonoids when you're getting Delta 8. You're just getting chemicals. What, did, you know, what the fuck does skills. it even, did it get you stoned like, like Delta 9 does? What's the, di what's the difference in effects it's it has? Similar, but weaker. You know, a shorter duration and a lower lower level of, of stoned on it like that is, is the way that it's described. Personally, I've never used it. I, I just didn't see a, a point to it. I almost bought it just to see. But then I, I started reading about it going like, now nah, this doesn't even sound like something I want, I want to play with at all. No. But this is, this is, this is not the only uh, material out there that uh, it's going to be crossing into this gray area because, you know, has, has anyone heard of THCO? No. Because basically, if you it's take Delta-8 and treat it with another chemical, it becomes THCO, which is three times as strong as Delta-9 THC. Oh, and that's why we, that's why we call it O, because it's like THCO. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was discovered by accident. Uh, it was, uh, they were cleaning a system that was producing CBD and didn't thoroughly purge the system and uh, leftover chemical in it caused a catalytic reaction and they discovered this new THCO by accident. And, and so it's something else that's out there now that will be coming out. So as these new chemicals and these new analogs come out, we can expect to see these things come out in, in these states until, you know, I think most of this will go away once we have legal cannabis just about across the board. So they There's can't so stop fucking with it, can they? Just like the, the flavorless shit that's come out here, this Delta A shit, Delta O. Well, there's another one out there that's that's kind of scary. It's called Delta P. And this that makes you pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when I was reading about Delta P, they were talking about how much, how, how way, way stronger it is. It's considered to be like psychoactive strong, wow. psychedelic strong. Uh, one of these that's going to get you get you stoned for a long time, really, really stoned. And one of them also that's going to take you a lot longer when you when you take it. It takes like when you smoke it, it takes almost as long as edibles to take effect. But it gets you really, really stoned for a really, really long time. And you know, it, it's a naturally occurring cannabinoid. But they've also figured ways to synthesize these materials. So these things are out there, you know, as cannabis becomes more and more available and science is more and more applied to them, we can start seeing more and more of these things out there. It scares me a little bit because they're not being regulated and you never know what you're going to get if you buy this stuff. Mama says, 
Life oh, is like Delta <laughs> THC. You never know uh, what you're going to get. <laughs> you're never going to get anything good out of that. <laughs> but I, I fully understand where it's not legal. This is the only choice that people have. But it, uh, the Delta 8 is actually being used in some places for medication, for pain relief, because they can't get anything else. You know everything about this TG, this is a, this Delta A, B, C, D, E, F, G thing? Really, no. I, well, I know Delta 8 is a intermediary when, when you're making CBN distillate. Um, you have to, like Monkey said, you treat the CBD isolate with a chemical, and then that is then treated again, um, which is Delta 8 in this case, is treated again, which... Uh, turns it into CBN, cannabinol, which in my, I think that's the only way you can actually really get appreciable quantities of CBN um, to extract and make CBN isolate. But as far as the other ones, the Delta, the O's and the P's, mm -hmm. no, I don't know much about that. In the lab where I work, we, uh, I haven't, we haven't come across that yet, at least, um, maybe in the future, because the minor cannabinoids are all the rage these days, but um Mm -hmm. we will see i don't know but yeah Indeed. i don't know much about them personally. well it's the cbn it's you take the, the intermediate cbn and it's treated uh, with some materials and that's from the cbn becomes thcp so it's it's like this chemical chain of things it's like you go from here to 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 get to this and all of these different byproducts out here this, this yeah. seems to be a new and emerging market in there in in the gray zone let's call it the, the not legal and not illegal gray market that's honestly, that's, that's how THC is ultimately formed in, in the plant through enzymatic action. It starts as, uh, I always forget, it's, it's actually THC is terpene derived. It um, starts as a terpene, a very, very like mother terpene gets transformed into CB, CBG, the mother cannabinoid, and then the enzymes, depending on the genetics of the plant, act on it. And then it follows the same kind of chain with the intermediaries and, and uh, byproducts and stuff along the way but it's natural yeah and this is i mean again i don't know i guess it is natural in small quantities probably but in the lab you're doing it at larger scales and yeah when you smoke this stuff pure like who knows i don't know i've never come across it so yeah good questions but um yeah <laughs> let's see what happens in it yeah maybe we'll, we'll be answering so these things are out there, you know, it's uh, these these states that aren't legalizing are starting to see almost epidemic effect with some of these things. It's crazy. You imagine, you know, get, you got people that go, I'm just going to use Florida as an example, because it's a spring break destination. Lots of people go to Florida and they want to go down there and they want to, you know, they, hey, they want they want to get high. They want to they want to get drunk. They want to have spring break. They sell a ton of Delta eight down there. Strictly for that reason, because you can buy it anywhere. It's crazy. Mm. People will, you know, when they don't have what they really want, they'll take what they can get. It's a good point, man. It was like um, all those, the, the bath salts and the, the spice and all that stuff. That's yeah. all, that was all just synthetic stuff. And if you weren't able to get the other side, it was easier. I know so many people that went from going down back alleys fucking meeting dealers to going into these fucking head shops yeah you know because like you said it, they were around they were legal they couldn't get in trouble for her. crazy shit man yeah so that's all the news we have this week right i think we covered all the news stories there wow. all pretty shit an really, right an hour's <laughs> worth of news but we still got um, some forum news to cover as well, because we've got some important news from our friend Martin Condon from Martin's World. We all know Martin. He likes to do crazy things, you know, these uh, these civil disobedience things he does. <clears throat> and he was giving some joints out last year. No, he, he went into a police station, didn't he? He went into a police station. He went in and he and handed he... in a, a spliff into a guard station. Yeah. In fairness, it was a CBD yeah, you know? yeah, CBD joint as well into yeah. the Dungarvan Garda station on the 23rd of August 2021. And he's coming up to a court case soon. We're going to be speaking to him before he does go to court. We're going to get all the information from him and make sure that anybody who is free to go and support him outside the court can go and do so. Because obviously he's going to need a lot of support through this. This is not his first offence. So he might get trouble for this, but hopefully he won't. 
but he, I, I don't know, he's less likely to get any shit if he's, they see a load of people out there protesting for him. And he does a lot for the cannabis community. So if the cannabis community can go and support him in this, that would be fucking sweet. But massive bollocks on him, man. You know, he's, yes. he's a brave guy. He's always putting yeah, himself in the line of fire here. We always say he's the man that's leading the charge in Ireland. You, he is bollocks. for sure, man. That was bollocks. Mm. Yeah. But you know Boss. what I'm saying? Them balls like carry them around. Try, you guys on him, boy? Yeah. So, you know, if anybody <sighs> isn't supporting Martin's World already, make sure you go over to his YouTube channel. Just search for Martin's World and you'll find him. Make sure you're subscribed and all that shit. He does lots of things for the cannabis community and it'll be good if everybody could support him. So get on that shit. Uh, we had a recent interview with uh, Potent Phonics with, on Growing with the Fishes. And we spoke to Steve. Or, or was it Pete? I've somehow I had I thought it was P Phonics. I had like I've watched his fucking um show and I've seen him on other ones loads of times. So I don't know how, but I kept on calling him Peach the whole interview and nobody told me any different. <laughs> he answered you, that's all you had to worry about, man. I know. Oh, I feel like a bit of a douche now, but <laughs> So, yeah, and we, we didn't know what his name was because sometimes that happens, you know. And then I heard GB call him Pete, and I'm like, oh, it must be Pete. So now I call him Pete for the rest of the <laughs> He might not even, <laughs> even notice this himself yet, so don't tell him anybody. I saw a lot of our guys over there watching the show as well. So, so I know that you all watch that show. That's pretty cool, man. But we're going to have Steve from Pocket Phonics, Growing With The Fishes, on the show very soon for an interview as well. Can the we call him Pete? I'm, I'm gonna call him Pete. Let's keep <laughs> let's keep calling him Pete, right? And see how long it, it <laughs> takes he goes until he fucking like lads, lads, lads. My name's Steve. All right, let's <laughs> let's keep playing and see how long that goes for. That'll be fun. Um, and then we have a competition for a black wing light from HLG coming up very soon. We're just figuring out what is the best way to do this competition, man. Because we've done loads of comps in loads of different ways, and we want to try and do something different this time. So if you have any ideas, then drop some drop some over on the general discussions thread over at Percy's or something. Yeah. We're trying to come up with ideas right now, and then as soon as we have some, we'll get on it. Uh, the final round of RPS is approaching. That'll be done sometime this week. So maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. There's uh, uh, there's only Chilbert and HG left, is there? So who's left? I think I've got... Is. They were the two that won. They were both on my team, so yes. Yes, so I need I've to already... pick one. You need to pick already, one. Well, we've already got Chilbert's moves in. Uh, we both have them. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> Just waiting on HG then, really. Oh, HG, message me then, mate. And you there come you on go. team. Chilbert will be on Monkey's team. And then we'll play for it red and blue. We'll do that maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Keep an eye out That's for it. that. We'll, we'll drop it in the thread. Make sure he sends you in the moves. And we'll yes, got man. that going. Then it's the final to decide who wins. Almost done. Yeah, man. Uh, Billy Bonds came in third, didn't he? Third place for Billy Bonds. It's all I'll get you yeah. all the artwork sorted and shit. But that's nearly Chilbert beating with scissoring, yes. Scissored him good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a good good comp, man. Good comp. It's always good from the rock, paper, scissors. It's just a long thing, isn't it? And it then is a in, long comp, always is. Interviews this week, man. We've got some good interviews, but we've got uh one with Rachel Rankmore, who is her son Bailey has problems with epilepsy and they use cannabis as medicine. They're from the UK as well. We're going to be speaking to her tomorrow, a.k.a. Monday, for the interview that goes out on Wednesday. We're going to hear her story and see if there's any ways which we can help her out. That's going to be an interesting one. On Friday, we're having uh, Jordan, Jordan River Wolfman. and Wolfman. Wolfman don't go on anybody's show. And no, Wolfman doesn't do interviews very often. So he's gonna, we're going to get a live one up and running for that. I've got to change the time. We've got to reschedule it because he wants to change the time. But it will be on Friday. I'll put the links up and everything and make sure everybody gets them. If you're on the mailing list, you'll get the link. But that won't be a public one. That's a mailing list only show. So make sure you sign up to the mailing list. If you're not, then the link is in the description of this video or it's in the description of the podcast if you're downloading it. Just you know, copy, paste it, go to the link, and it's easy to sign up. And then you'll get the link for the special live interview with Jordan and Wolfman. That's going to be super cool. We've also got coming up uh, further down the month, the, the shut the fuck up guys, I call them, but it's the pop brothers-in-law from Instagram. You know, it's like, if you pulled over by the police, what have you got to say? And you just like, you shut the fuck up. They're real entertaining guys, man. Lots of energy and shit. TG, I think you brought more of these guys to my attention. Yeah. I, I always used to, or I still do follow them on Instagram. And yeah, that's, that's really all I know about them is, they Shut defend the fuck up. Uh, 
yeah. you know, people who've been in trouble with, with cannabis or maybe, I don't know if it's just general impairment, but um, yeah, basically shut the fuck up. If the cop asks you a question, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's really good advice, no matter where you are, you know, so. Steve D'Angelo is also penciled in to come back and speak to us in February as well. Looking forward to that shit. We've got lots, man. We've got lots coming up. So stay There we go, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's Cannabis News. It would be great if you could leave a review for the show on whichever platform you download your podcasts from on iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, any one of those or on all the major podcasting networks. It would be epic if you could leave a review for us or even just a like, just like the episode. There'll be the interview coming out on Wednesday with Rachel Rankmore, which is a great interview. I've just done it, just recorded it myself. So that will be coming out on Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, and on Friday, we're going to be doing the grow guides, which we're talking about the basic equipment you need to grow your own cannabis at home. So lots of content coming out this week. I hope you're enjoying it. We've got a special interview coming out on Friday with Jordan River and Wolfman from Growcast. So if you want to listen to that, then check in the description of this download and you'll be able to find a link for our mailing list. Sign up to that. It's all free. And on Friday, you'll receive the information and the link you need to come and watch that show. Everybody's welcome. You just have to be on the mailing list. It's a bit more private. So you are welcome. Just sign up to that mailing list and you'll get your email on Friday. Thanks again for listening to the show. Your support is massively appreciated. And we'll see you on Wednesday for the interview. Enjoy your week. Goodbye. Goodbye.